welcome back to Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists. This week, roses are red, violets are blue, spooky is sweet, and how about you? That's right, we've got something a little different this week. You may have never heard of a Halloween poet, but it's in the industry known as one of the finest jobs you can have. It's a job that takes a lot of guts, a lot of time, a lot of practice, and a lot of Halloween. There's a lot more that happens on Halloween other than children getting candy and adults going through mazes. Many of the brightest intellectuals take what's happening, source it through their creative unconscious, and recreate it in melodic prose that allows us to understand what Halloween is. And these Halloween (laughs) poets... These Halloween poets do just that. Let's listen in. Good morrow, gentlemen. Fair evening. Ha ha. Good to see you. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful to be here on this wonderful evening of friends and enemies. Hey, yeah, how are we doing? Oh, is everybody good? I'm yes, wonderful. very good. Great, and it's really great to meet a lot of you guys in person. I've read a lot All of, of your us works. in the same room. Are you kidding me? How exciting! Uh, good eve. Hello. Oh well, good morrow. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, if you guys don't know, that's listening. Uh, CAA and WME just finally came together, and during the strike, since uh, they can't talk about actors, they decided to release. The top ten Halloween poets, and we're sitting down with five of them. Uh, the other five are just too spooky to con- uh, contact. So we've got five here. Uh, these are some of the best. I look up to all of them. I'm one of them, and uh, I look up to all the four of you so much for your poetry surrounding Halloween. Yes, uh, gentlemen, may I ask, how how fared thee when thou looked upon the Variety article that said top five Halloween poets of 2023? How fared you when thou rest their eyes upon that? I dare uh, I say. Think... Oh, yes, please go ahead. Well, I was just going to translate. Uh, so that means, how did you feel when you looked on the list of the top five poets? Again, it was a list of top ten, but as poets like, they like to shorten stuff. A haiku is five. Why not make everything five? I personally was stoked. I was absolutely happy to see my name and all of your names on there. I, I you know, it, no, go right ahead. Honestly, no, I'm please. not looking at I'll, it. I'll dare say when nobody else has anything to say. I was happy to drop in at number two. I thought that was an incredible honor and a surprise. Um, you know, it's a job. It's a job. It's a good paying job. And it's it's shocking when you see yourself. Union. Uh, a union. I mean, the unions have been doing great work for us. And <laughs> they, fought honestly, so hard and, for, and, and, they fought so hard for our breaks. We get so mm-hmm. many breaks now. A union 10. We get a break for uh, 364 days of the year. 
<laughs> the, the I will say the poet union is one of the strongest unions uh, that there is. Uh, we kind of have seasonal. We are in the <laughs> seasonal contract of the poet union. Uh, it's a four zero one five four. That's what our our union number. Uh, go four zero one five four. Four zero one five four. And and let me just say, I mean, because I was actually working during the time pre union, and it was absolutely fucked up the way they were treating us. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, you're a Halloween poet. Great. Can you write us an Easter poem?" No, the fuck, I can't write you an Easter poem. That's not in my. That's, that's not, not what, what I do. do. That's not you we cannot were do that. We were. Sp- I don't know who else was. Anyone else writing during the pre union time in here? I was. Yeah, you. I mean, listen. I'm, I'm talking to a legend here, of course. We're uh, number one. Yes. We have. Well, we, we must go around. We must go around. I. I unions really get me really crossed <laughs> off, and I, I just need to take a sec on that. But please, let's get everyone. Oh, else you're picking done. up your pen already. You're gonna write a poem about this, aren't you? Mm. And I'm gonna write about it later in a Halloween type poem. I feel kind of like a skeleton right now, getting so. Well, spooky. he can't <laughs> work right now because it's not Halloween. We'll get so into write the rules it down. later. Yeah, so it's we'll little... introduce ourselves and we'll go over the rules. Oh, we'll can I introduce ourselves before, and then go over the rules? Before we introduce ourselves, can I dare say? <laughs> uh, dare you well? I dare say that usually the only variety I see is the variety of chocolates in a candy bowl. But when my partner told me to look at the magazine for Hollywood in a waiting room, I was surprised to find my name. (laughs) Thanks for filling us in. Round robin, the tables go. Round it goes. Explain who you are. Round it up. And a beautiful poem to get us kicked off. It was great. <laughs> really good poems. And just a sample of what we do. That was Carl Again, Sandburg, I believe, right? Was that a Carl yes, Sandburg? Yours poem? was an original poem, and then her, her, theirs was a different poem altogether. Round, right? Round, round the tables go. Let's introduce ourselves. Round the tables. That's Carl Sandburg for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I am. My name is a uh, Peak Mossy. Tomb, and I am, <laughs> I am a Halloween poet. I write poetry surrounding Halloween. That is my job. Um, there's a couple different things I write for movies. I write for books. I write for cards. Um, I write for kids. Uh, I write for Instagram. I, there's a ton of different ways. I think this is such an important podcast and moment for the Halloween Poet Society to finally get some people listening and understand what we do, you know? So I'm really excited. Again, my name was Pete Mossy Tomb. Um. <laughs> fair evening, fair morrow, fair delicious, delicious candy. <laughs> My name be Senator (laughs) Robert of the Night. And my dear scribes, I myself am a Halloween poet. Now, I have worked in the industry for a long time. Our nation's top A-list celebrities call upon my visage during the times by which October 31st clock strikes midnight. (laughs) That is when I descend on the houses of the Halloween A-listers, for they request me. And what makes it Hollywood is that they are stars, and I am uh, there as well. Uh, So, yes, I am a Halloween Hollywood poet. Now, Senator, I just wanted to clarify, because I know, but maybe it might be nice to describe to the listeners. Your first name is Senator, or you're an actual Senator? I get this a lot. It's a family name. 
and a, a family, family first, first name. name. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you might you might not have seen how it is spelled. It's spelled as in the sin of the flesh. S i n n a t o r. It Sinatra. is a creepy spelling. It's Sinator. a scary oh. spelling. And round the tables we go. And they censored it on the Variety article because your name was too scary. They censored it. They put a picture of. Well, Cole's they censored a lot of things on that article. Yeah, they covered they it. They couldn't release of most Sprouse. of our poems. So many. Most pictures of our of poems Cole's are Sprouse. quite lewd. Yes. crying. <laughs> Hello, round the tables we go. I am she Edgar, she Allen, she Poe. Yes, I'm a girl. I'm a girl Halloween poet. Woohoo! Round and round. So glad to be on the list representing the she poets. Oh my goodness, of course, you were the one who wrote. Quoth the raven, nevertheless she persisted. Mm. Yes, yes, I did. That was mine. Yeah, you mine. wrote uh, The Monkey's Purse, right? Yes. Yes, <laughs> The Monkey's Purse that she can't put down. You also, did you not write, I want a female werewolf for president? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, I am a fan of dear Edgar Edgar Allan Poe, and I am a fan of the female gender. And we loved, I loved, if I could fan out for a second, I I haven't read too much, but I loved Slender Woman. That was great. Um, (laughs) Slender Woman. Well, Slender Woman. Parentheses, slender, slender woman. Yes, thank Mm. you for clarifying. She she Edgar or Cheeger, if you will. A horny poem. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I'm a horny little girl at the age of, I should say, 18. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Thank wow. God. <laughs> when you said little girl, I got really scared. I got really scared. <laughs> but, uh, yes, you could call me She-Edgar. Is she it Edgar, she, she Edgar Alan, she or Sheedger? It's not Shedger. It's not Sheeger. It's She-Edgar. Thank you. Mm. Or you can call me by my written. birth name. Or you can call me by my birth name. Opal. <laughs> I think I'll stick with She Edgar. Okay. I've known you as She Edgar. I'll call you She Edgar. Yeah. Round the tables we go. Well, uh, coming in at number two, uh, I am Mikey <laughs> Bamonte. Uh, I am she- basically. You may not heard of me, but I'm just a working Halloween poet. Um, you're going to see a lot of the classics, a lot of kind of the blockbuster Halloween poems. That's going to be the things that I'm working on. The Happy Pumpkin, The Skeleton Dance at Night, <laughs> things like this that we all know and see. Frankly, I appreciate all of your work. To me, it's just a job. This is a great way to feed my family, feed my mm. kids. Halloween poems have done a great thing putting food on the table. And um, <laughs> How many kids do you have, fair sir? I have four kids. I have four children. Wow. Be- yeah, Benny, Betty, uh, Alex, and uh, Mikey Jr. Um, if, you, well, if you wanted to know, but that's their names. I did want to know. That was yeah, actually fantastic. And I, that's what I really resonate with your work is that, you know, you are going for this big kind of commercial market type mm. of poems. And you kind of do choose the same kind of subjects every time. It just feels like you're basically doing the same poem over and over again. But I liked it because it's almost a different take on the same thing, you know, like a pop song. There's structure to these things. You can there's books and books about the structure of these Halloween poems and people yeah. try to divert. So many books. So many so books. So many books. <laughs> so many books. And, and I listen. disagree with all the people calling you a sellout. I think they're yes. wrong. Mm-hmm. I think I, you do you do Halloween poems 
for people who don't indulge in Halloween poetry. That's a huge market. We're not all going to write Spirit Fantastica. We're all not going to write that. <laughs> that was a piece of art, and everyone thinks like, oh, they didn't do that rule in Spirit Fantastica. I don't care. You're not mm. going to... I'm sorry to get mad, but you're not going to make Spirit Fantastica. So I call me a hack. I would, call me I, would say, I would say the only thing that is a bit frustrating to me is that you received number two on the list. You do not claim to be a Halloween poet for the spirit. Of it's kind of like the Marvel movies getting the best, you know, top 100 films ever made. No, you know? yes. no, I disagree. I disagree. I think you're like the Joel Osteen of Christianity as to uh, Halloween poets. You speak to the masses. I think you're the Dua Lipa of Halloween poets. <laughs> <laughs> How so? <laughs> Mine makes sense. Yours doesn't. <laughs> In the way that she is making music for the girls to dance to, for the maidens to say, aha, what fun, a Halloween poem. I haven't heard this before. What, what, hey, Mikey, what is your most famous poem, if you mind me asking? My famous poem, the, the one that I it was probably the biggest blockbuster sex was just the Happy Pumpkin. Um, mm. I, I wrote it. It was my college thesis, and it was immediately picked up right out of college. And I had some great people, some great older poets that, you know, kind of sent the elevator back down, brought me oh. up with them. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know, I, I mean, think I, I would say that is one of the most unknown things about Halloween poets, how much time the older ones spend with college students. <laughs> <laughs> we That's do. why we, we are spend so a lot of time. big. Yes. Oh, yes. We spend Every a lot weekend, of time with I spend a day at Yale and a day at Harvard. <laughs> it's the only work we can do. out the talent. We're gonna get into the union rules later. We're gonna get into the union rules glad. later. I'm glad we, we all do we that. Will. I spend two days at university, one day at a pumpkin patch. Mm. <laughs> uh, and around the table we go. Round and round. Hark! Tis I, Sir Dennis Gravestone, known by many as the author of the poem before Thriller, as recited by Vincent Price. Yes, I'm the one. It is I. I have written the poem we all know. That is correct. I, I and congratulate. It's, it's an honor it's that you even joined us on this absolutely. call. Absolutely. It is an honor it's to an be honor. here on this spookiest of nights. A night the most famous, of. yes, the most famous scary Halloween poem that didn't have anything to do with Halloween, funnily enough. You know, no. it was actually thriller for Michael Jackson, which I don't think came out around Halloween at all. I, well, it certainly, you can't tell that to a DJ on Halloween Eve, can you? Because it's playing <laughs> then. It doesn't matter the when Christ was yes. born. We celebrate Christmas on December 25th. I don't understand what you're going after me about. And trust me, I'm not my going boy, after you. No, my sorry. boy, if you think you're going to catch me, I worked with Michael Jackson and I'm still here. So don't think that I aren't I am glad, because I know what I'm up to. You better be up to what you're up to, because I'll come after you. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what are you saying? Is that a threat? I, I, no, it was no, a threat, no. but also defense. <laughs> no, I think it was oh, a poem. Oh, the classic game of Halloween threat poetry. Poem. <laughs> after a poem. And this, is, yes. and this is in a lot of the books. The best poems have a threatening aura yes. to them, yes. if mm -hmm. not a direct threat in its own. A little yes. bit about me. Uh, I am a member of the silent generation, Joe Biden's era. I was born in 19... 
31. Nothing silent about that generation, am I right? Well, <laughs> certainly. Maybe maybe Mitch McConnell. Am I, right? <laughs> I think he's so a boomer. round and round. These, I was, these how much did you pay Republican. for your house? $40? <laughs> I was given my house on a handshake and a promise that I wouldn't kiss his wife. Listen, <laughs> I have had many, many supernatural experiences. At four years old, I had an experience that caused me to become a Halloween poet right then and there. Back then, we weren't going to school. Halloween poets left in the fifth grade, and they went straight to work. <laughs> we, we couldn't afford it. I had this to was write Halloween the union. poetry. This was before the union. Uh, many, many across my uh, period of life, I have been given awards left and right. Many call me uh, Edgar Allan Poe if Edgar Allan Poe was Polly. That's my title. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm honored. I'm honored to be here. Uh, uh, With a she Edgar, she Allan, she Poe as well. Isn't it funny how, how, how the tables have turned? Well, he is our Meryl Streep. He certainly is. Now round the table we go. Well, this is an interesting question. I mean, I think we have two directions here. We have two directions here. We can either talk about union rules or hear everybody's best poem. That's, I think, the two directions we got here. Young boy, is there not time for both? Is there not time to trick or treat? The night be young and the cats be black. Don't scare them now. They'll arch their back. Yes. What I would say, the union rules of the trick... And the poems of the treat. That's a okay. great idea. Let's start with the trick and then go on to the treat. I think it's a good <laughs> It's like putting a pill in the medicine of a dog for peanut butter. I mean, technically you're supposed to get trick or treat, but I'm fine with anything. I'm not going to push it. I'm Dear listener, stick around. Except, of course, uh, uh, we're standing next to, of course, she Edgar, she Allen Poe, who wrote trick yeah. and treat. Yeah. Oh, yes, I forgot. Because she should have both. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> dear Amen, listener, sister. <laughs> dear listener, stick around for the poems. The tricks and the treats abound. I how like do you speak. all? Uh, how do you all uh, entertain your October, our busiest month of the year? Oh, I'm swamped, swamped left <laughs> and right. I get mm-hmm. uh, 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 so many messages per day. A, a, a bat brings them to me. And it's, it's messages from famous people from, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio wants a poem about pumpkins. Oh, uh, uh, but later in the afternoon, Brad Pitt wants a poem about a black cat. So do you uh, ever but, but hear... Drop everything. <laughs> do you ever hear what these celebrities are doing with these poems for you? Because it seems like, uh, what are they going to do with... They won't tell me. They won't tell me. They simply, when I go into their house, there is a strict procedure when you're working with these A-list clients. You enter their home blindfolded. They direct you into the poetry room where you will recite a Halloween poem to them. And they're wearing robes and you cannot see them. Then you sign a strict NDA and then you are scooted out. But sometimes you can hear what's going on. Like I, one time I I read a a, a poem about a, a Snickers candy to Meryl Streep. And I could hear her nibbling on a turkey leg the whole time before I was Ooh. kicked out. <laughs> so you never know what they're up to. But I shouldn't have said that. I should not have said that. Strike from the record. Oh, I, stricken. I, I performed a Halloween poem for Betty Davis that scared her right to death. I killed her. 
Oh. And this I, is why, and that's why, I mean, I know that we're talking sort of history here, but that was a big reason why we started getting unions of, yes. you know, how scary yes. can poems be? Mm-hmm. We couldn't just let artists be going as scary as they wanted to, because there was really, in about, what, what was that, 19, well, when did uh, Betty Davis die? It was around the time that it would have been. Betty yes. Davis died in, I believe, the 80s. I think it was 19 Betty Davis died that day. It was <laughs> around 19 Betty Davis' death year. It, it, <laughs> It was a record spike in Halloween poem-related yeah. deaths, so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there was a lot one. of... <laughs> one, which was more than there had ever been. Yeah, unprecedented. Oh, right. To go from no. zero to one, the scale is crazy, if your 100%. scale is two. 100%. Yes, it was... and it was, it was a tragedy. Speaking of poem or threat, I mean, young, young uh, Halloween poets were being stopped in school for writing because they thought they were threats, you know, to schools and, and to just, you know... Just the well, they thought these kids were demented, but no, they were artists and they were Halloween poets. So that's when the union stepped in. Mm-hmm. Now, and I and I'd like to make an important distinction that the the union has declared that I think is really good. We are not gothic poets. We are not emo. We poets. are not. Mm-mm. We no. are Halloween poets. In every so you don't year, don't need to be scared of us. We don't need to be on a watch list. Mm-hmm. Every no. year, we have emo, screamo, goth kids kind of trying to get into the union with their poetry, and it's just not gonna work. Okay, here's the distinction: Say- spooky isn't sad, spooky isn't emotional, <laughs> spooky isn't depressing, spooky is spooky. Mm-hmm. There's it. nothing scary about your girlfriend breaking up with you. I'm no. just going to say it. There's nothing Thank scary. Thank you for saying it. My, my daughter's been getting into a lot of these, um, going to like Halloween poem open mic nights. And I, <laughs> I go, I support. Oh, we and, all had to go. We, that's where we started. You have I'm to in, pay your dues. You have to pay your dues. You have to buy your spooky pumpkin drinks. And oh, but oh my God, oh, I'm sitting goodness. in the back biting my fucking tongue. I, and l- last time I went, I shouted out, not spooky. <laughs> at That's your right. daughter or to the others <laughs> my daughter is actually getting great spooky poems she's been doing a fantastic job oh, she's good. actually she's What's PA her... on my next poem uh... <laughs> oh that's exciting that's really exciting. That's it's there, great. Really. She's keeping the environment nice and spooky and foggy. She's getting me water mm-hmm. if I need one. It's really great work, and she works really hard. Does she have the, a Halloween muse yet? Does she has she kind of chosen her Halloween muse that she kind of circles around every year? You know. She always talks about Shiga Shialam Chipo. Uh, mm-hmm. oh. you are an inspiration oh, to my wonderful. daughter. She's got that's a poster wonderful. of you up on the wall. That's oh, what's so the poster sweet. look like? It's uh, well, it's a the because you try to get off the image that you're sort of vampiric in that way. So it is a yes. blank poster, but it has her that's name on the bottom. That's <laughs> it. That is it. Oh, that is so kind because. I love that you speak of the the differentiation between gothic poets and Halloween poets. And I mean, my dear, dear mentor, or I like to say mentor, even though I've never met him, Edgar Allan Poe, was gothic yes. fiction and, and, and did poetry. But, but I will say, I believe, was a part of the early movements of Halloween poetry, and he didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. He's, he he's John Paul Sartre to nihilism. You know, he, he was he not is aware. the guy who made it and didn't even want to be part of it. You know, yes. he was. It's he, he's sort of the Dua Lipa to. Uh, yeah, he's exactly yes, the Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. The Dua Lipa to future pop music. I guess maybe that Ex- would work. I would like to mention. I I do believe every Halloween poet, in my day, 
every Halloween poet became one because of a spooky experience that changed them forever. I was wondering mm. if all of you had one that maybe yes. started you on this path. For mm. me, my Definitely. father left us on Halloween, but he was dressed as our mother. So it was spooky. What a spooky misunderstanding. <laughs> it was very he strange. He left dressed as your mother. He drove away, he dressed as our mother, and he left the house, never came back. And we said, mother is gone. And we walked in and mother was there. And he, she said, no, that's father. But she was dressed like Nixon. It was very strange. It sounds See, like it was on Halloween. It sounds it like was. this happened on Halloween. It was. So they were just dressed in less costumes. Less spooky and more confusing. Why, <laughs> why didn't you go into confusing play, uh, poetry? Confusing poetry is so hard to get into. It's so, <laughs> so. I mean, talk about union hours. Talk about it's, a thing with union to, hours. Those guys are mean. We yeah. gotta say those guys are mean. And I none of them are she's. And they're so yeah. alt. It's like they they look down on you because, and you can tell that other people are 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 snapping at the poem, but you don't yeah. know why. Every also, poem is like. It's also like you go and you watch a confusing poem, and they only are happy that the confusing poets in the back of the room like the poem. And it's like, hey, dude, there's like 80 of us here to watch you, and you don't even care that we like it. <laughs> yes. Halloween poetry for, is for everybody. You can put it on the back yes. of a candy corn bag. It's that accessible. I I don't understand why there's so much more money in Halloween poetry versus confusing poetry. Mm-hmm. But that's the way the cookie crumbles. That's the way I mean, the twinks confu- breaks. Confusing poetry has a chokehold on the beginning uh, titles of movies. You know, before you see a movie, you see a confusing poem that come up that really resonated with the director. Um, so that's kind of how they get their money. Uh, I was going to say, has anybody? Well, s- yeah, go ahead. I, I was just gonna, I mean, to give some credit to Halloween poems, at the beginning of Top Gun, there was, at one point, a Halloween poem at the very beginning. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for saying this. We in the almost di- And that was a big it. win for us. We almost got it in the director's cut. They cut it out. They what was it out. But, speaking, but speaking of Halloween, oh, sorry, what was it? I So I actually, I have the um, a cell of it on my uh, wall in my office to just remember, you know, all the potential, the, the height of what Halloween poems can do. Yes. And so it was, uh, Top Gun was starting. You hear the sound of airplanes, you know, taking off on there. And it said, um, jack-o'-lantern smile, skeleton bones. Witches are cackling. Nobody knows that Halloween is tonight. And then the movie starts. Yeah, yeah. they needed jet to cut comes that. In, it makes sense. Flies in. <laughs> the jets fly. And they oh, don't it would have been Halloween. so good if they kept it. It would have really oh. been great. I mean, because that's what they, you don't know about Top Gun, what they cut in a, such a late version is everything takes place over Halloween. <laughs> yes, and you don't know that. It's just a little secret. But but speaking of Halloween for the masses, that's you, Mikey. That's you written, all, Mickey, Mikey. That's you written all over it. So what mm. about you? Do you have a poem, that it, uh, a spooky moment that influenced you? Uh, so I was working really hard, um, with one of my many job. Yeah. But I, you know, I was really trying to find my voice, you know, even though there's books, I'm reading all the books, I'm going to college courses, I'm, I'm taking master classes. There's so many things that I'm doing to kind of just like work in my form. And I'm talking to, um, Francis Ford Coppola, who did do a small stint in, uh, Halloween poems. I don't know if you guys know about this. He did. Yes, I got him into it, and I got him out of it. That's good. And, and, it, and I wish he had stayed. I was uh, there. Oh, no, he couldn't have stayed. I can't tell you why, but he couldn't have stayed. 
Okay. Oh. Sometimes you drink the juice too hard, and it, it's a chokehold on you. Well, you let's just say you've seen Heart of Darkness. You saw what happened to him in in uh, Apocalypse Now. Mm-hmm. Put, imagine that, but in in a in a haunted house in in rural Vermont. Imagine that. I can't. I can't really imagine what that would be like. But okay. I'm excited to try. I'm excited to try later. You're a poet. Use your brain. Keep going, Mikey. <laughs> So he locked me in uh, a grave for about four oh. weeks. Sounds oh, like Frank. No. Sounds like Frank. Sounds like Frank. He said, do you want to be a real Halloween poet? I will show you. And he locked the door of a giant yeah. grave. And I stayed there for about four weeks. And in that, I wrote some really fantastic poems. Like everything clicked. All the, he's sort of, sort of like a math puzzle. It all kind of clicks together in this beautiful sort of symphony of Halloween mm. poems. And from that point on, it was perfect. I mean, I was sitting there next to several dead bodies, and it, it, everything kind of fell into place. A very spooky experience that kind of taught me everything that I know. Mm. That's, oh, Francis, wow. Yeah, you it's, and I, I write him a letter every year thanking him so much for that experience. So you wrote a lot of your beginning poetry just right on the wood of the tomb right there. Is that I, kind of... I did. I did. I um, had that tomb demolished uh, to keep the pieces for myself. I don't know where the bodies went, but I do have the tomb. Mm. And I keep it in my office to remember where I've come from. Oh, yeah. You keep the whole tomb in your office. That's. I keep sort of the walls of a tomb in my office. (laughs) Do you ever just find yourself getting into it ever? Just, uh, you know, if you need any, you know, inspiration around this time? No, it's incredibly haunted. uh, (laughs) I bleed and, and... I bleed. I bleed. Oh, you bleed. oh! If you get near it, you bleed. Got oh, it. You yeah, bleed. yeah. No, I've I've seen a couple no, teams like that. Well, mm. I got into it a very funny way because you guys know most of my work. I, I'm a Halloween poet, but I make my money. Believe it or not, I make my money with Halloween poetry, and I also make my money. Um, every nail polish brand has me name their black and dark colored nail polish brand. Yes, right? yes. And that's kind of how I got into it because I was young, and um, my friend Samantha put black eye. Uh, nail polish on her eyes and it was so spooky i said spooky of the night it crawls and believe it or not a brand rep for sephora happened to be walking by and she goes oh my god that is the name of that <laughs> nail polish if i have ever heard it and so the hey, way she I had to go, can i just writing- hold on can i just clarify yes. so you're on the street She's putting nail polish on her eyes. We did what young girls did. She was 12, I was 13. You were in public. Why was she putting nail polish on her eyes? Because it was the season of the young witches. We were girls and we were being spooky because that's what our spirits wanted, right? So we're playing with nail polish as girls do. And she's painting her eyes. And I went, Samantha, don't do that. (laughs) Then she did it. I was so spooked out of my mind. I said, she crawls of the night it does. And that's when the Savora brand rep walked by. We connected connected each other. And that spooky interaction started my writing from from there on. Mm. Um. And where's Samantha now? I was going to ask the same thing. Oh, that is so funny. Samantha is a mommy blogger. Oh. (laughs) And she can see? What do you think she She can see? She was not the spooky one. She was the weird one. (laughs) I just didn't think you should put nail polish in your eyes. I was worried about it. Yes, yes, no. She's ill and sick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's ill and sick mommy blogger. I follow her. I love her stuff. She always got a cough or a cold. (laughs) I love her journey. (laughs) Anytime I need a pick-me-up or a good giggle, 
I feast my eyes on sick and ill mommy blogger. Senator, what about you? I was reading Rupee Car in the Dark. Terrifying. Terrifying. And I got really, really scared. Uh, So I went to the first poetry reading I could think of. Um, which was, uh, for me, in a, in a pumpkin patch, as most Halloween poets start out. Um, and it, it all just sort of fell into place for me. I, I realized I, I, though I loved Rupi's work, I thought that Rupi's work is, is so spectacular. It, it, it didn't touch on the sort of human experiences that I go through, uh, the ones related to carving a pumpkin, the ones related to a cold breeze, the ones related to uh, sort of a scary black cat, back arched in the night. And so <laughs> I, 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 I went home and I, and I worked and I studied and I honed my craft. Mm. And here we are. I was, it's, you know, it happened in a similar way. I was just practicing, just shooting the shit, just... Uh, just sort of freestyling poetry as we do in uh, a lot lot of Halloween poets like to freestyle. I don't know how you guys feel about freestyling. Oh, it's uh, definitely really like goblin, goblin, ghost, goblin, ghoul, goblin, ghost. It's sort of of scatting. It's goblin, goblin, ghost, 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 Frankenstein, spooky, 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 New York. And and, um, uh, uh, what do you know it, but Lily Collins was walking by and she heard my poem. She heard your scatting. <laughs> she she heard my scatting and she said, "Why, sir, that is fantastic. I would like to give that to my father, Phil Collins." Phil and- Collins started your career as a Halloween poet. <laughs> yes, by way of his nepo baby, and mm. I uh, was passed along through all the greats of uh, Phil Collins' contemporaries, Paul McCartney and the like. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, what can I say? I'm an establishment on the scene, and I'm I'm an old fart now. Yeah, that is wonderful. I love that Lily Collins got you into that. Um, you you just found a different way, you know. And I love that both of you got famous for <laughs> kind of doing obscene Halloween s things on the street. It's great. Well, what are we now? You have not- to start on the street. Halloween starts on the street. I do. Were you guys ever? Were you guys ever Halloween poet buskers? Did you ever well, busk on Santa Monica? Pier? I, I, I really. We should talk about all of our side hustles. I mean, yes. there's so many mm. ways to use this talent for different things. Busking. I see so many Halloween so many. poet buskers out yeah. there. Well, I've seen them the getting fights. Hats. Mm-hmm. And you know who doesn't oh, make yeah, money? Christmas buskers. They can't make a dime. No, no. they kind of. Comp- they get. They get Hallmark movies written about them, but they but don't get not, any it's not, residuals. It's not spooky. We work at night. And they during the day, maybe. I don't. Well, this actually plays into how I got into it. I my parents were shot outside of a movie theater, so I had wow. two choices: I could go Batman or I could go Spooky Poet, uh, Halloween Poet. And I mm. started, you know, I just went, I'm gonna go full into Halloween Poet. I can't do Batman. I cannot do this whole Batman thing. Uh, so I bust on the street a lot, and that's kind of where where I ended up. Uh, how I ended up here. I'm really happy and really excited. Um, and what a spooky event! You get, your parents getting shot outside a movie theater. 
It's, yeah. It's inc- that's just incredibly fucking spooky, man. That's yeah. insane. It's I mean, spooky, but almost a little sad. How did you not become sad poet? It was a uh, touch and go for a couple years there. I'll be honest. A lot of my poetry was both spooky and sad. A lot no, of metaphors. And it doesn't, it doesn't Mm-mm. work. No. No, no it's like Haunting of Hill House. Choose a lane. Choose, Choose a lane, haunting of Hill House, and get know? something like a joke going. With three punchlines. Yes, yes. It's like it's like any Mike Flanagan thing. Do something in yeah. the first episode, please. Why are you hoping and waiting for us to figure some? Why do you think I'm going to stick around through this? You do. You know what Mr. I mean. Flanagan, it's a lot of promises you. in the last I'm five minutes, Mister Flanagan. You, Mister Flanagan. I'm begging you. Figure out a more interesting way to handle exposition, Mister Flanagan. <laughs> Oh, Sir Gravestone, you are a legend. <laughs> oh, please, I'm no legend. I'm practically a ghost. I do feel the ghosts call me every evening to die. Every dream I see hundreds of They request of you to die? They say, come, they come on. They ask you to die? Please die. Come on already. <laughs> I have these dreams where I go to sleep and all the people that I know that are dead are hanging out. And I, it's almost like I walk in late and I always miss an inside joke. And I, they're always going, well, if you were around more. And I would say, I'm alive. And they said, well, you know. <clears throat> How long you have these dreams been going on? The dreams go on, well, they've been going on for about eight years. Oh. Ever since I turned wow. 80 years old, they've been going on. And it's so really annoying, actually. I show up and they all go, uh-oh, guess who's the Goonga, or whatever they say. And I say, what does that mean? And they say, oh, you should have been here when we made up the term. It's really annoying, actually. It's, like, really annoying. It's beginning <laughs> to be so annoying. I'm kind of like, if I die, I'm probably not even going to hang out with you guys. That's kind of how I feel. Oh. Do you guys ever get that Halloween poet dream where you're standing on stage and you can't remember what you what you use to describe a jack-o'-lantern? Oh, Here, here's my ha- for a pumpkin is. Here's my Halloween poet dream. I I dream that I'm standing on stage, but the candle in my jack-o'-lantern has been blown out. <laughs> oh. well, here's my Halloween poet dream, nightmare, if you will. Um, oh. I'm I'm standing there and I'm trying to find. My, and I'm trying to find a Halloween poem, and it's St. Patty's Day. Oh, goodness. Oh! Terrifying. Absolutely. I would say that's the only holiday that has real uh, poems, by the way. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't touch that. My Halloween nightmare is there's a cat on stage, and right when I say, and it has the arched back, the back doesn't arch. It's just a simple cat. Does anyone get this one? Mm. Chills down I have my received spine. that dream. Yeah. I've seen full careers die with things like that. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. How? You've seen just people have that dream over and over again. It kind of spooks them out of the year. Not business. the dream. No, the real reality. I've seen it yes, before. Yes. And uh, if that yeah. happens during a showcase, they take you out back to pasture. Yeah, Because everybody in their college showcase wants to bring some sort of extra element. In oh my, my opinion, gosh. the poem should be enough, but they bring props. They bring all this bullshit. They wear should, costumes. We should oh, also, yes. we should talk about if you're trying to go to college for Halloween poetry, the most overused Halloween poems that people do mm. to get oh, into yes. college. Oh, their college in the, in the, reci- yes. in, the in the recitation section yeah. of the audition. Because there's the original yes. composition and then the recitation. And, the recitation. Yes. and then the Shakespeare. I will say the Shakespeare in the Shakespeare. I will say I'm just a ghoul who can't say boo. Stop singing that song. Oh, stop singing it. (laughs) Stop. We've heard it. Everyone's done. I'm just a ghoul who can't say boo. 
Truly. Oh, stop it. Please. And you know what you need to stop doing in the reciting air- area of the audition? Dear Evan Hansen, zombie. <laughs> the dear <laughs> dear heaven and zombie is overdone it's over. I, you if i hear one more person say waiting in the window brains i'm oh. going to scream i've heard it so i've heard it translated as graving boo a window <laughs> now i haven't heard that i haven't heard yes. that that's good well that's a different translation it's an older translation but what oh, I yes, said, the Latin text. <laughs> <laughs> but what Mikey Any, says is good. Oh, sorry, what? I'm just saying anything by Spooky Ben Platt is just off the table. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just, you don't want to touch it. Too it's old. overdone. Too, too old. old. Too old. Too old. Halloween poems move fast. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> this is a rapidly changing industry. Absolutely. But I think what you said is really important because some a lot of spooky po- uh, there's so many Halloween poets trying to get their start mm-hmm. and I think they're just dying to make themselves look very unique like you said Mikey and yes. I mean I made mine I I love my career and I love the, my body of work but I do regret being so girl power heavy in my early mm. days I mean you can't like I uh, so in just, your early days of, you were, what, 15, 16, right? Yes, or, yes, okay. my early days, yes. And it's mm. just, I think, I, if I talked to my young Halloween poet self a couple years ago, if I got to talk to her today, I'd say, just go straight to the pumpkin. Just go straight to the, to the moon. Go straight to what you find spooky, and you'll find yourself later. Exactly. You, you can't. People think they can walk in here and do dead ghoul's cell phone. You can't do that yet. No. no. You have to wait. You oh, have to earn your stripes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Give us a little phone. lick of dead ghoul's cell phone. Oh, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm sure we've all heard it a thousand times when we're yeah. reading and yes. reviewing students. It's by Sarah Gruel. <laughs> Sarah Gruel. Gruel, like a spooky food, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Once upon a midnight time, I knew people who had died. Bleep, bleep, the iPhone rings. Shall I hear my person sing? I could do it in my sleep. Yes. It's yeah. tired. It's exhausting. It's tired. You know, my, uh, nephew, my nephew applied for a program. Um, mm-hmm. and, and he auditioned with uh, The Tomb Where It Battened. And it was very, very not good because it was rap. interesting choice, though. Yes. Interesting choice, the tomb and it that. wasn't good. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because it was, it was rap, and you shouldn't, you shouldn't rap your audition. Truly, rap, rap, and Halloween poetry might as well be apples and oranges. No. And we, we tried, see... we tried. It happened one time. It, it, one it time. One time. Jay Z's verse in "Monster" by Kanye oh, West. Yes, mm-hmm. that is Halloween poetry at its finest. <laughs> it, it was really. It blew the whole union's head off when that I happened. Say, I'd say that whole song is Halloween poetry. Well, no, I will well, say though, Jay Z's a- part is specifically listening, <laughs> listing uh, ghouls and goblins and things that happen <laughs> at Halloween. And so I, I would think say that is the most best verse. Jay Z's is the only one that's recognized as Halloween poetry, and we, I. I was in the union when we tried to get Nikki to agree because everyone only remembers Nikki's verse from Monster. And we said, please, Nikki, mm-hmm. this would be big for us. And she said, I don't give See, a See, but that's what the industry does to young female Halloween poets. And I hate that. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. They put her in a corner and they said, boo. <laughs> but not a scary blue, mean boo. 
<laughs> well, let's just. I mean, and, it says great I, booze. Great. I, booze. I, let's, there are good booze and there are bad booze. In this you know, industry. when you walk off, when you walk off on a good set and everyone's saying boo in a scary way, that feels good. <laughs> Damn, oh, that feels you, oh, that feeling, it is like heroin. It is like spooky <laughs> heroin. Everyone going, boo. Boo. Do you guys have agents? Boo. Bad. Well, let's just really quick. Or before, but then, oh, yes. yeah, I, I, I got to say, I watch a lot of the, the live stuff, and people kind of like push for the boos. You know, they're like, I got oh. promoted to work today. Boo. Yeah, Boo. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little pandering. When you, when you go for it, there's something called the low-hanging pumpkin. And yeah. that's what you want to avoid when you're doing live stand-up open mic pump <laughs> like uh, spooky sets. Like and my 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 um, um, people, they call it bouplas. Don't go for bouplas. <laughs> Don't talk about a bat's wing size being small. You can be more creative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think just for a second, maybe we break down Jay Z's lyrics because it was a profound moment. I mean, just these sure. first four lines. Sure. I'm so glad you said it, Mikey. Sasquatch, Godzilla, King Kong, Loch Ness. <laughs> Goblin, ghoul, a zombie, a zombie with, no, with conscience. no conscience. With no conscience. Oh. Question. What do these things all have in common? <laughs> Everybody, Everybody knows, knows. I'm a motherfucking monster. And what do all these things have in common? What do all of these things have in common? I'm a motherfucking monster. monster. (laughs) Your answer is I'm a monster. (laughs) What a way to say these are all these spooky things. Just kidding. I'm a monster. (laughs) And it's a classic. Once you know the rules, you can then break them. Yes. Right? And that's someone who's mastered his craft. It's mm-hmm. a, and these are the things you read in books. This is an unreliable narrator we're talking about because he's mm-hmm. listing monsters, but then you learn as you're listening that he himself is a monster. Mm-hmm. So who and can also, you trust? Yes, and it's a great idea. It's a great segue into how personal Halloween poetry is. I think a lot of people think, oh, it's about the season. Oh, it's about the holiday. Oh, it's about the costumes. No, it's also about the human struggle. Oh, Jay-Z. absolutely. This was when Jay-Z had just gotten better with Beyonce. She, I think this is pre-Lemonade. And he had, he was dealing with being the, the cuckold. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's you know, exactly, I'm a monster. Yes. I was actually involved in the writing of those verses. I wrote some I knew verses. you had. After oh. I, re- I was there. After I read Sasquatch, Godzilla, King Kong, yeah. Loch Ness, I, that screamed <laughs> Sir Gravestone. They to got me. everybody yes. on that album. That yes, is Yes, they did. And, and there were some secret hidden verses that they didn't use. I had another one, which was very interesting. Oh, I said, do it. Cyclops, Harpy, Bigfoot, Gremlin. Didn't use it. Mm, that was a full verse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was my pitch. I had and another it's one. And it's wrapped so it's fast. Yes. <laughs> it must be, would be over it, quite quickly. I had and that would have been right after that point when it said, what do all these seven common? Everybody knows I'm a, I'm a motherfucking monster. And, and then, then you'd hit him again. Yeah, 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 absolutely. List four more and then he's done. <laughs> that was my pitch. <laughs> it's over. Add four more. And I said, or add eight more. And so then I said, yes. and then I, I, I said, I said, um, uh, Grim Reaper, a little ghost, uh, big, big pumpkin, and and finally, and finally, witch. <laughs> and you wanted him to say all those words. <laughs> yes, and, and that's I wanted the to say, blow. And finally, you always got to end witch. on witch. And finally, and finally, 
witch. Yes. <laughs> this reminds me. I've been doing a lot of work with um, Billie Eilish because she wants to be spooky mm, all the time. I've been but doing yeah. similar, but with Billie Eichner. Yeah, so go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of work with Bill de Blasio. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm dying to know what Billie Eichner is doing to I'm dying to know Billie Eilish. Well, you know Billie Eilish. It's always little poetry like this. <laughs> Bad girl, you know, it's like it's it's very it's spooky, scary with a feminine touch. And that's Mm -hmm. me, baby. That's me. Mm -hmm. So she'll bring me in. She'll be talking about her her breakup. And then I'll say, what about blood, blood? Ah!" And then she'll sing it. And it sounds gorgeous. Mm. Um, Mm. So so that's another avenue for poetry. Halloween poetry is. Well, that was sort of I do got to hear a little bit about Billy Eichner. though. That was sort of the trick. Let's get the treat. Let's what get is the Billy treat. Eichner <laughs> doing? Honestly, I, didn't I know, respect that. I didn't know he was working in the Halloween realm like this is. No, I was a I, big fan of I Billy on the street. I saw bros and I wasn't spooked out and at all. It, yeah, it was I rented after- out a theater to watch bros. It was fantastic. <laughs> not enough skeletons in bros. And that was the feedback. No. That was the network feedback. Basically, after bros, he watched it. A lot of people watched it and said not spooky enough. I got to call in a specialist here. So I've been working with Billy Eichner just to make his overall thing more spooky, just to mm. lean into more wearing black uh, eyeliner. When he he's uh, kind of revamped Billy on the street, but it's going to be spooky on the street, and he's just kind of going to yell at people this time. And and this know, time, Ravens, <laughs> this time. Well, last time he felt like he was too calm. <laughs> Did okay. you help him in his performance of American Crime Story Impeachment? His performance was very spooky. As the Drudge mm. Report man. Uh, yes, that was a spooky performance. Yes. Oh, well, I wanted to make the Dredge Report. Uh, which is a kind of spooky part okay. of water, um, but they didn't. They didn't like my direction after pitching it, and uh, yeah, they didn't want to work with me. Well, and now I must simply, simply know, Senator, what you are doing, <laughs> spooky wise with Bill De Blasio. <laughs> trick treat and bedtime. <laughs> yes, trick treat, uh, bedtime. trick treat bedtime. After politics, <laughs> bedtime. Uh, He's done with politics. He wants to make uh, candy corn pants. And so... <laughs> we haven't really talked about candy very much, but he wants some, so he's launching candy corn pants, and he wants a poem to go along with oh. the pants line. He's getting really into some like modern viral marketing techniques. He wants mm. it to be like, you know how you open up a Snapple can and then there's a different joke on each one? <laughs> he wants there to be a different Halloween poem in each of the tags of the cor- candy corn pants. Interesting. And you oh. can barely call them poems because honestly, uh, he writes them all. Oh. And mm. You're so just insulting. Senator, I'm consulting. Uh, Senator, what you are describing is sounds like a manic episode. And I'm wondering <laughs> if Bill de Blasio has anybody in his life that might be sitting him down and saying, hey, you used to be mayor of New York City. Yes. Maybe no, you shouldn't be making candy corn fans. With little poems in the Sounds less like he needs a Halloween poet and more like he needs a wellness check. This is no, why money is sometimes needs a curse. A Halloween poet. I think we can all admit that. <laughs> nobody needs one. You never Let's... need one. You can want one. I you say ask for one. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. Is he paying you union rate for this? 
Yes, I'm being paid. He's paying seventy thousand dollars for this. <laughs> yeah, for each one. Can I ask? Are Just the pants? Read them. Are the pants and candy corn shaped, or are there candy corns on the pants? No, it's candy corns on the pants. So oh, I talked that's him worse. down to that's that. Worse. <laughs> I talked him down to that. Originally, he wanted to be each leg was a candy corn. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. The problem. <laughs> no, you should have done that, Senator. It's because much that, that could be made out of cloth. You shouldn't have talked him away from that. That is makeable. <laughs> These people, you're going to be selling candy pants? Real candy pants. So, full disclosure, I'm also having a manic episode. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, oh, we no, get together Santa. and we have them together. We sort of wait out the storm. Okay. And we've what? made a lot of money that way. I mm. will say, I wanted to bring up, I think this is maybe the one of the biggest pitfalls of our industry is we get many jobs and find out that they are, in fact... Uh, part of someone's manic episode, right? Somebody. <laughs> yes. We are not a normal uh, industry. So when people find okay. us, sometimes they are yeah. not in the greatest mental health. So yeah. how do you, and I've had to turn down many jobs to say, I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. you actually do not need a Halloween pot, you need a wellness check. And yes, um, yes. I'm wondering other people's jobs. I, I uh, was uh, hired by Ray Bradbury to write a Halloween poem uh, on uh, every rose petal for uh, his daughter's wedding. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I He's told just him, sad he had to give uh, her away. Yes, I said, I think you're dealing with something else, my friend. And poetry's not going to fill that He outsourced his writing. You'd think he would write that. <laughs> well, that's He's when I knew. Ray, Ray would do it every... Ray would write all sorts of stuff every day. He was very prolific. So when he hired someone else to do it, I thought, oh, this is dangerous. They mm. thought, oh, no. Yeah. Mm. Drake wanted me to fire him out of a cannon... <laughs> Okay, um. <laughs> which is circus, <laughs> not necessarily. Which Did you tell circus? him it's more circus than Halloween? I said I'm sorry. This is a little bit more circus than Halloween. Good for and, you. And I need to have some sort of <laughs> Halloween tie-in. Good for when, you. For, in order to not get in trouble with the union. Yeah. And so uh, basically, he just said pumpkin as he got shot out of the cannon. I, oh I'm, yes. That's, oh, exactly. that's the loophole. You could say pumpkin, and it counts. You, if, I'm like, I, I'm, li- I'm like, listen. I get this. If you guys do what you gotta do, I'll take the check. That's yes. fine. If you could just, I can't get in trouble for this. If you could just say pumpkin as you, and he, and, and he fucking didn't do it. I am oh. paying out the oh ass goodness. for it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he didn't I, yeah. go the the demented route. When somebody, when I tell someone to make something Halloween, and they just say, "Oh, it's demented," this, I go, "That's not Halloween yeah. necessarily," mm. and I hate Halloween. that. Yeah. Oh yes, I did. I, Never mind. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> Anne Hathaway wanted me to teach her magic. She was very confused okay. about what we do. So it was not good. It was not a good situation. No, no. To be fair, I think we all have really bad websites. That's uh-huh. something yes. I could say about us is that... Is that well, that's they, a union rule, and it might be time to get into the well, union Well, show rules. me a good Halloween <laughs> poets website. Show me. Well, I dare you. We now should talk- legally have them. Mm-hmm. We should talk about union rules. This is in the new contract. They are trying to force every Halloween poet to get rid of JavaScript on their websites. And I think that is a sin. Ridiculous. I think that's awful. I think it's a terrible idea. JavaScript My- has, doesn't work anymore anyway. <laughs> it went defunct How in 2015, spooky. but I'm still pissed. I love JavaScript. How terrifying. How terrifying. 
Mm. It's crazy. Java is the scariest of of hot beverages. Oh, yeah. All of our websites are mandatory. You have to have one GIF type of bat somewhere around the website. At least one. Most of us have seven to eight. And it can't load all the way. Yes. And in the contract, you need to enter enter the website three times. So you have to give permission. You have to give boo permission. And then you have to give uh, pumpkin permission. And then you get into the website. And then also we have to give camera permission. We're allowed to. Every one of our websites are allowed to take control of your webcam. You have to allow Mike and camera. There has to. See, that's a... This is non-negotiable. There has to be an ad that shows what Honey Boo Boo's mom looks like now. It is absolutely <laughs> required. And the union has argued this and argued this. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's never going to work. Um, I mean, well, that's one of the, the union runes. Uh, yeah. Ex- exciting things coming up. I, I, well, well, we should discuss the union. We did say that was going to be our choice. Oh, yeah, so so let's do the union I'm rules. So I'm so the union sorry. is providing a lot of exciting things, though. This new uh-huh. contract that just got negotiated is honestly huge in many ways. Um, well, Mickey, you were on the negotiating committee, were you not? I was on the negotiating committee. I'm very oh. proud. Thank you. Of Thank all of you. Thank you it for was, your service, my lad. Thank you. Thank you. I tip my hat to you. Yes. And round the gratitude goes down the hole through the top. Mm, my yeah, Angela. We were, we were really <laughs> s- round the hole through the top. <laughs> um, no, but we got a lot of things. I mean, we extended our break period, so we got that up to 365 days, as we said. <laughs> yes. We don't have to work. What, only on the leap year do we have to work now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Once every and four. And it's when the, clock, when the clock strikes midnight, you have to stop working. It is just union yes. laws. It's what you have to yes, do. Yes. Well, if you can hear the, if the clock tolls midnight. That's the distinction. So if you hear the ding, 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 then you have to stop. But if you're in an area where the clock's not tolling, well, good luck. Well, I I loved I loved your yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck is the scariest phrase. It is. Good luck. <laughs> I loved you. Mickey. You really were pushing for a Raven quota this yes. year, um, yes. which I thought I'm. I kind of pushed back on, but I understood why. I mean, you come from the commercial kind of big money sector, and people are asking for Ravens these days. You know, I understand that the finances around Ravens in poems is always something in flux and always very confusing. But there's fundamentals to this that I think every good poem has to have at least one Raven in it. This was something that I, I do, and I know that was coming from the executives, but I do agree with it. I think that there is good in having at least one raven per poem. Because mm. ravens sell, this is what you want to get. So even if it's just a small reference, there's, there's art and there's form here, so we have to include the raven. Yes. And trust me, they were asking for a lot of crazier shit. Now they, were asking, heard... they were asking for, uh, uh, you know, oh, can we, like, they were asking for stuff that was even spooky. Oh, no, like they what? what were they asking for? Well, so we all know how the like they want to add like, can we talk about the beach? I said absolutely not. We are not talking about the beach in this. The executives always want you to talk about the beach. They are all because the beach is always oh they like teens love the beach. (laughs) Teens love the beach. Can you include the beach in that? And I say no. There's no fucking way I'm going to put a beach in my Halloween poem. Who who suggested that? that. Was was that Bog Iger of Disney Plus? It was Bog (laughs) Iger of Disney Plus. I knew it. But it was but it was a lot of them actually. Scaramount was on the whole thing. Scaramount? Uh, Scarol Lambard Spooky. <laughs> David Zaz Spooky. Uh, Ted Scarandos. Wait, wait, no. 
What's that? Yeah, I yes, appreciate I said the Ted way scare, you. Ted Scarandos. <laughs> I appreciate the way you caved on startle facial intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was tough to see you guys cave on startle facial yes. intelligence, which is, I, as we all fair. know. It's the intelligence. It's a smart computer that kind of registers how people get startled. Not scared. <laughs> startled. No. It generates I, startles in your poems without you asking. Yes. And this mm-hmm. is why it's so good we're having this meeting and we're talking about it. Because at the, last, the last thing I want to do is bloody gross scab. You know? Uh-huh. Mm. A bloody gross scab. To be a bloody gross scra- scab for sure. Is, no, you know, I hate um, that. A lot of people with bloody gro- gross scab. Injury. And I, I want to say that the scab... Sca- the sc- fright, scar- scared official intelligence. Start official Start intelligence. Official intelligence. Sorry, it, we've been in the contracts changing up what it calls Start official intelligence. It's this is a framework, okay? Listen, if the writer of the Halloween poem agrees to use start official intelligence, it is okay. That's fine. Okay, but all I'm but saying we're building is, a framework. The, but, yes, but we're building a framework. The, but Mickey, Mickey, can the studios pressure us to use it? That's yes. what I'm wondering. That's, that's what I want to know. My bigger thing is, how on earth do you startle someone in a poem? Do you add the word, ah? Do you, what do you do here to startle someone in a red thing? This, this that's is why I disagree thing. with it. I've seen what they're trying to do. They're changing the font color. They turn the color of certain words red. And oh, I don't like how it. How dare they? How dare they? I don't like it. They got that, they got that from other poems. Other poems yes. use red font. That's how the start official intelligence got it. My okay, good friend, my good it. friend, ho- my good friend, Halloween poet, Eek Eek Cummings. He used to do that all the time. <laughs> okay, you know what? If, I, if, if, if what what about a concrete to... poem shaped like a pumpkin? That's one. You could do that? that. What about that? And a computer could never do that. There's perfect ways to startle a person all by yourself. Oh, Mickey, Mickey, I don't know. If we're going through I'm... this, we might as well talk about residual ghouls. Oh, goodness. Okay. Residual ghouls. Let's talk about residual ghouls. Because we have not been getting residual ghouls on creeping. No. On because screeching. The, the rules. On creeping. On creeping. The residual ghouls on creeping. I wrote a Halloween poem for the Halloween episode of Gilmore Girls back in the day. Mm-hmm. They approached me because I was a young girl back in the day, meaning I was in fifth grade. And I have not seen one residual ghoul since. Well, and the yeah. rule used to be... If you write one poem on Halloween, you get paid twice as much for the same poem a year later, and then twice <laughs> as much as that a year later. So in four years, you're getting 16 times as much because you don't work the rest of the year. That's the agreement. Yeah. And I, it that's appreciates what I like a wine. I just, I would rather the union go back to how they negotiated in the past. Blood packs and oaths. It was kind of a luck of the draw, a lot of mystifying. <laughs> oh, if the clock strikes 1130 and you're in this place, you die or you get a poem. I like that. It kind of mm. plays into it rather it than what they're good, doing now. It was good, but that era, that era is not around anymore. Screaming services came around. It's completely over. You're holding <laughs> on to a past vibe. That's what it's called. <laughs> not <laughs> creeping. Services. Screaming. Screaming <laughs> services. Screaming services. It's screaming services. Thank right. God I didn't change the yeah. subject off of the Yeah, no, definitely, Because I'm yeah. getting so much information. <laughs> no, it's true. The times are changing. You know, it's... And so it's... that You've got all these Halloween poets on TikTok. 
and they're making it big and they're getting TV shows right away, you know, Mm -hmm. and and sometimes you're not ready to write a poem for network TV. But this is so good. This podcast is so good because we are telling people kind of the line. You become a Halloween poet and you get a TV show. But I'll tell you this. I disagree because those (laughs) Halloween (laughs) You get a TV show. It's the pipeline. You go from Halloween poet and then you get a TV show. You pay your dues. Well of course you you do the as we've established, Halloween poet open mic nights you yes. then get a tv show and then you hang around in colleges until you die yes you apply That's for correct. a conservatory and then when you that. die you fucking bother me in my dreams oh. <laughs> what are the what are the poets do you see in your dreams are you seeing actual halloween poets yes i'm seeing edgar edgar's wah, coming up all oh. the time edgar does that two for flinching kind of thing where he like puts oh. his hand up I know he's always he's always and he was put his fingers by his nuts all the time and he's always like oh two for looking Stuff oh like what that. I would give for a good no, he's not that nice. <laughs> wow he's not wow. listen I'm sorry I I got upset about the negotiations it's I a tough I time it's a tough time it's okay it's, it's okay time. she had I think you had a point that we kept talking over and over <laughs> oh I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Now that's you said, scary. Honestly, I don't remember. You started talking about Edgar Allan Poe's balls, and I lost my train of thought. <laughs> my favorite it's, set of pumpkins. Yeah. Well, I think... Uh, <laughs> you, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. The, the future is looking very strong, though. There's young new poets. There's lots of new scary things to write poems about. And I, I think that is, there's going to be a, a brand new renaissance of Halloween poems. I think it's and it's, age red to that. <laughs> age red. A dredge, if you will, because that's the spooky part of water for me. Um, do you guys uh, have? This is what I wanted to ask because we're all finally in this room together, and it feels like we're um, coming to an end here. I would just love a preview of the n- new poem that you guys are working on, uh, no. personally. Yes. I know yes. you guys cannot stop working, even though Union commands that you can't. Uh, so um, let me know. I just want to hear it, if that's all right. I, well, I will I'll also say, s- I just want to say Go before ahead. we get into this, um, uh, Mikey, I, I, Mickey, I, I really hope that you do get negotiations covered by this Halloween because I can't go through another entire year of negotiations. <laughs> I really, it's really just... hope. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because we all know that it's if you don't sell up. it by October, you have to go a whole other year to the next one. So please, please. <laughs> and half of Whatever the union members to. become bats. Is yes. a, it's an old, old thing in the union. No wonder uh, why our most successful person on this panel is 88 years old. <laughs> yes, what can I say? So, yeah, I, um, if anybody has some poetry, I, I'd love to hear it. I can give you, a, I can give you half of my new poem. Ooh, do it, okay. do it. Black cats give me quite a fright. Ones you shall see on Halloween. And that's it. That's all I'll give you. So that's, that's half? half. <laughs> <laughs> half the poem. Yes, that's half. Okay, so couple half. things. Couple things. It's your perspective, too. <laughs> it's an opinion that you have on black cats. <laughs> I it's, loved it. There's, there's, there's where, do you, where are you going to release this? Just personally? or, or are you gonna... No, 
I'm giving it to Cloonie. He's begging for it. <laughs> inspired work, he Senator. Likes, inspired he likes the POV work. opinion feelings of cats. He, yes, he loves POV opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear everyone's poems. <laughs> I um I am working on a collaboration, so I bit the bullet. I bought a new house, and I'm trying to pay that off. I am doing. I a get Marvel- your tone now. I get your tone. I, keep going. I I made a Marvel Halloween poem. I'm collaborating with Marvel. Ooh. They're doing a they're doing a new set of Halloween poems, and frankly, I think they're going to be very good. It's using existing IP and then um, having Halloween poems exist with them. Ooh, like the Dua Lipa of movies. Sort of, in many ways, like the Dua Lipa of Exactly. Um, I don't want to give away too much. I mean, Disney would be absolutely floored if I gave you anything else. Um, but let me see. I'm looking. At, I have it up on my wall right here, the stuff that I'm working on. Um, Hulk. Hulk smash Iron Man. Iron Man <laughs> smash Hawkeye. <laughs> Hawkeye smash Loki, Loki smash Spider-Man. Are these stage directions? <laughs> or are they smash or pass? Are you playing that college game smash or pass? I'm reading it sort of in an artistic poetic way, but it's based on a TikTok where people did a smash or pass of Avengers characters. <laughs> oh, Disney, Disney bought the rights to this TikTok and they're sort of like, can you oh. make it? poetic so what i did is i kind of switched the syntax a little bit and so i got just took out the word pass <laughs> and then now it's a poem i got so much halloween vibes from it too oh, it was so loki <laughs> hulk spider-man the word smash i mean these are all very halloween things yes. um I'll, I'll go um Instead of maybe I'll do something that I'm actually working on right now. Round, round, the suggestions go. Um, I'll do something that I've been working on, which is a new line of um, Dina Von Teese is doing a line of uh, a spooky, uh, dark colored uh, nail polish, and I'm oh, writing thank a God. couple of titles. Yes, thank, <laughs> thank God. God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here is a couple of them. Um, uh, these are just my notes app. Broomstick Puppy Brown. Or... Um, uh, Broomstick Puppy Brown. <laughs> and this is the protagonist of the script. Is the broomstick or the puppy brown? Or is it what you feel? <laughs> it's a color. It's a shade of brown. Nail polish. Got it. Okay. Um, werewolf brown. goblin. So broomstick. Sorry, broomstick would be describing the puppy, and puppy would be describing the brown. <laughs> the brown. You take it whatever it's way like, you want. This, this nail polish is brown, like a broomstick puppy. <laughs> like a broomstick puppy. <laughs> exactly. I just wanted to now clarify that's that. Scary. Like a puppy broomstick. Okay. My next one is werewolf goblin. Mummy, 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 green. Uh, okay, let's just give us a second to parse these out a little yes. bit. <laughs> Werewolf, goblin, mummy, 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 green. mummy green. Now, are the mummies green too? Because I can a, see. It's a werewolf goblin shade of green mummy. Okay, so that changes okay. it. Yeah. So okay. werewolf green. So werewolf adjective mummy. Or sorry, werewolf adverb mummy adjective green noun. <laughs> so the green is werewolf mummy yes. or werewolf got. What was oh, it? please keep up, keep up. <laughs> keep okay, going, keep going. And and lastly, fangs off white. 
<laughs> that makes sense to me. Very good. <laughs> that is very clear. clear. Very good. <laughs> very good. That was very good. Uh, go ahead, sir. Gravestone. I do have a poem that I hope is not my last poem, but it certainly Uh-oh. feels like it might be. Oh, no. I can read it. Please. We'd be honored. Your last your last poem? That's a crazy. I hope not. I hope not, but how many Halloweens must I do? Who's that knocking at the door? I hear a knock, and I wonder whose hand it belongs to. I look towards the door, and I look in fear. There's something waiting. What shall be waiting? Is it waiting to receive? A candy, a treat, a sneak, a snack, a snook. Or is it waiting to gain? Something from me, something in my heart, something in my brain. Is it looking to take from me, or am I looking to give to it? What is it? I open the door. Fear, aghast, look, wonder, what is happening? Cyclops, Bigfoot, little girl, Gremlin. <laughs> Boo! That was good. It was a. T- Boo! Thank you. Oh, it's so Boo! nice to be booed like this. Oh, she she boo. She boo. I hope and you can. And that was great because it was yeah. spooky, but then I think it turned into kids trick or treating. Well, at really the very end, was. I don't know if you noticed, I used uh, some of the unused verse from Jay Z's Monster. Oh, we noticed. We really noticed. My astute ears picked up on Jay Z's unused verse from Monster. <laughs> I round, can't. round and round, <laughs> Pete. You are the last, but not oh, least. Oh, guys. Oh, my gosh. This is so embarrassing. Um, well, I don't really write anything down. It just kind of channels out of me. Oh, I forgot to tell. I kind of channel things out of me. It's like kind of like go to this. In the shadow night where darkness creeps, when the harvest moon in the sky leaps, ghosts and goblins begin to play on this eerie enchanting day. Will you be forgotten or not? Will you make sure you hung the vat? I slap on... I slap foam. Kiss your parents goodnight. Good luck. Oh my god, there's so many bats. Ah, oh, sorry guys. Sorry oh, about that. What was oh so god. creepy about that was the way you were holding your little hair. <laughs> <laughs> that was the creepy part. Good. Okay, good. Yeah. To I cannot believe and you the, didn't tell poem. us. I can't believe you didn't tell us about this until the very end. <laughs> I would have spent so much more time I always time forget to bring that. it up. I forgot oh, to bring okay. it up. When my parents died, I started enchanting things, and that's why you have, like, a weird Batman or uh, Halloween poem uh, choice, and that's why mm. I went to Halloween poetry. Pete Moss' ba- tomb, that was absolutely fucking terrifying. That was just absolutely, like, everything, the whole room turned green. I, I, I'm absolutely <laughs> floored that that happened. Oh, uh, thanks, guys. Well, I hope I didn't break union rules by making it too scary that one of you died. Um, no, it looks like everyone here is good. No, is everyone I- good? We're all. I feel okay. Wait. I feel okay. Sir Gravestone. Sir Gravestone. Sir Gravestone. Sir Gravestone. Sir Gravestone. Before you die, let me read you poetry before your slumber. Crow vampire red with sparkles. Read another poem. Read something better. Please. Um. Uh. Spider Man. Spider Man. Oh, no. Spider-Man, beautiful Spider-Man. No. Read some art. Read classic art. Haven't any of you written Pumpkins art? Pumpkins fall across oh. a fright all oh. upon a Halloween. What? You won't. <laughs> you won't spoil the poem for me. I'm dying. You won't. Uh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Enchant- 
Clooney's. I'm tied up with him. <laughs> Bad I have blue. One, what did what did the go, what did the why was the, the skeleton sad going no, to the movies? Channel something. Why are you doing? He a had joke? no body to go with. No, you. Sorry, you, I can't channel on command. You, come on, I'm dying. This can't be the last. I have one, here. I have I have one poem, but I've never read it to anyone in my entire life. But I can't read, read that one. Read it, Do Emily. Read it. Emily come Bronte, on. I'm Just, coming. Emily Bronte's pulling me quick, by he, the nape of my neck. Emily Bronte is so boring and problematic. Come on, <laughs> read it. All around the hollows night, people look for a scary fright. Goblins, ghouls, and kids galore knocking at my chamber door. I look to my head left, I look to my right. Oh, I'm ready for a spooky fright. Witches, goblins, ghouls, and, and me. Are we such a family? <sighs> Trick-or-treat night, candy eight. Have a Halloween and make it great. Oh, It's stupid. <gasps> it's Listen, thank you. Fight the good fight and have a good night. <clears throat> it so didn't work. So he died. <laughs> it, it that poem sucked die. and died. You can't, your poem killed him. Your poem killed him. <laughs> I've never said that poem to anybody before. I'm so believe. sorry. It, killed I feel like it was shit too to spooky. Self next time. I feel like if you're taking notes, you should add, I'm a motherfucking monster at the yeah. end. <laughs> Okay, everybody freestyle, get us out of here. <laughs> Two, three, four, goblins. Gremlins. Skeleton. Skeleton witch. Newts and crabs. Newts and crabs. This has been Artisan, 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 Artist answering the question. Now that's why they call it spooky show business. Good night. Halloween poets are real. Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists is an improvised Hollywood roundtable podcast created, performed, and produced by Kylie Brakeman, Jeremy Colhane, Angela Giortana, and Patrick McDonald. Music is by Gabriel Ponton. The opinions expressed in this podcast is- <clears throat> the opinions expressed in this podcast do not reflect the opinions of anyone who works on it. Full video versions of AOAOAOA are available on YouTube, so please like and subscribe, and leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, Hollywood.